Welcome back, beloveds, to another beautiful episode of Experiment 301. I'm your host, Brother Beloved, also known as Kevin K. Pierce, and I got a real special guest with us today, ladies and gentlemen. We got to tackle all of our bases here, people. That means we got to get the readers and the non-readers. We got to get the sports players and the sports writers. And we got to get the gamers and the non-gamers. We'll focus on the non-gamers later, but for right now, we got to get the gamers. I'm big on gaming culture. Been all for it ever since the first PlayStation came out. So to have my guest on me to give a little bit of perspective on gaming culture, it's fun. It's an honor for me. And on top of that, it's one of my friends. So, you know, love having one of the homies on. So we can just really kick back and just talk some shit, really. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my man, Keith Steezus Lawson. How are you doing today, sir? Good, good. Just woke up. Uh, almost missed your call, but, you know, I saw it. I'm here now, so let's, let's get it popping. There we go. There we go. We're here. So before we get started, I got to ask, how are you? How's the family during the quarantine? Uh, We're good right now. We're actually in the middle of a moving. So that's why uh, a couple minutes we got actually out because we got people coming to see. But, uh, We've been good. How about We've been good, man. Scratching and surviving, making it day by day. Some of us are on the front lines dealing with this, but, you know, we're still making it through, staying healthy, and definitely keeping a healthy social distance. Got to keep a healthy social distance. I don't care what phase your country's in, social distance. <laughs> yeah, shout out to them, you know, like the healthcare and everything. There we go. Always shout out to healthcare workers. Shout out to the essential workers. So, I start all my interviews the same day, same way. The year is 1994. Yeah. And the young Keith Lawson is born to who and where? I was born actually, I was born in the but I lived in PG most of my life. To my mom and my dad. My mom's actually getting married, so I won't call But uh, so we, I grew up. I'm still trying to wake up. So I basically in Maryland, right? Keith, uh, the phone keeps cutting in and out like every other word of what you're saying. Is it doing the same thing for me? Not clear. Like I can only hear every other word. How about now? All right, let's let's go again. Okay. But basically, I actually was. I actually was born in in Wheaton, of all places. Holy Cross? Holy Cross? Holy Cross gang. <laughs> yeah, but but I lived most of my life in growing up wise in Highsville, Maryland. Uh, right. We just moved to Montgomery County in 2009 in the middle of my eighth there we go. Oh, so we got similar. We got similar stories then, because born in P born in uh, Moco, spent most of life in PG. You went to Moco a little earlier than me, though. I went going into ninth grade. You at least had that half of a middle school year to kind of ingratiate yourself. We we kind of were like the real life Fresh Prince, if you want to think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, some people might like that title, but I, we get on that. We are both on that. There we go. Got to embrace that. So. When's the last time you've been to Hyattsville? Because it looks very different now. That's an understatement because it's really, really different from what I remember. Everything, like the movie did, all that was not different. Like, right. that area is new. And 
they're changing up the library too, which is, which was a huge too. Uh, but the mall's still the same. And then the what's up? I think it's a giant. Like, giant over there still the same. All that, but that movie theater area, all that stuff is that's brand new. So right. That really, like, shook me a little bit. That library too. Exactly, because you look at the library, and we're not going to sit here and fake the funk. Yeah, it, was a little, it was a little old. It was a little tattered. It was. Not, it definitely was. Yeah, like, you know, you know look, there's certain upgrades that can be made to an area without displacing the people that live there, is what, <laughs> is what I'm getting to. But, you know, justification is a story for another podcast. Back into you, though. So I started earlier talking about how you are not only a gamer, but a streamer as well. So I gotta ask, how early did your love of gaming start? Uh, funny enough, it was my sister. So she used to play Tekken on PlayStation. And before she started, before she had kids, she was actually nasty at Tekken. And I can say this on here because I want I meant she actually used to beat me every single time. In Tekken, and and then it was Tekken one, and he beat me every. Oh, and uh, oh, six, four. uh, not pop Smash Bros. Not Smash Bros. Hold on, I'm never. I, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm not. That's like I tell Brandon and them. I learned my lesson, like all that, but no, nah, I'm. It was Donkey Racing. You mean Donkey Kong Racing too? Ah, I just from there I just learned how to play. One day I beat her. I was like, "Yeah, I'm taking this," and I left. And we never played again. After that, we never. <laughs> so I took that one that W left. But ever since then, I just you retired on top. You can say that, yeah. Like one in like two hundred and twenty-four. But right top, that's the that's the key. <laughs> but, <laughs> but after that, I just started loving video games. It's like a way of stress relief, if you would say, for me, and then, like, a hobby. There we go. So it was more, gaming was more therapeutic, and I'm happy you put it that way, because we compared game. we're similar in age, you're only two years older than me, so gaming culture in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s was viewed as, like, kind of the nerdy thing. It was, like, one side from the friend group would be as kind of nerdy, the moms and the dads and the higher-ups will be like, eh, you should focus on your academics. Now it's people getting paid millions of dollars to stream video games. Yeah, and also I just found out Howard Community College, they have an eSports team, which is different, because for all those that don't know, eSports teams are like basically video game professional team. Right. Or a community college that start a professional gaming team it's like, yeah. It's, ridic it's ridiculous to think about. <laughs> it is. Times are changing. I wouldn't be surprised if D1 schools start doing the same thing. Because I know some schools are really good at technology. I don't know which one is specific. But I know it, like one of these days it happens. Right. It's, com it's coming. Like, the gaming revolution is a lot lot closer than it is like behind us you know what i'm saying like it's a lot closer than that so we're gonna fast forward we touched on this a little bit but was there any quote-unquote gaming stigma you had to deal with in high school like were you as avid of a gamer throughout that time or did that kind of grow over time 
in high school, well, yeah, was every Christmas, every that's one of those. High school, deal with that much because most of the people I was hanging either like let me put it, I was either hanging out with the gamers or the quote unquote. It was no in between. Right, it was two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, because that's just how I I grew up playing basketball. Well, sports. Well, wasn't even my first. And playing video games. That's just how I grew up. But I didn't. I didn't face anything in high school. Everyone was either playing, and well, everyone was playing Mac and NBA Live. I was playing like Halo and stuff. But it was no. But everyone was a gamer. So. There it is. There it is. So, well, for people that don't know, what high school did you attend? So, my first year, I did ninth and 10th at St. Branch High School, the old one. The one that looks like a big UMD, but the one that looked like a, a prison. The yeah, old, the, the old PB was the trap. I went there my first two years. <laughs> it was, it was a, there was a literal trap house on the hill. Where you where that how where so where the parking is where the bus is going it was a hill and it was like it was like a trap house there. I've heard so many stories of that trap. It's like Okay. It was like why did you want to go there? <laughs> like why So imagine me coming from PG and the school I was supposed to go to in PG was Largo High School. So I come back I'm like, dang, bro, this what Moco look like. <laughs> like, 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 I might as well just went to Northwestern or something. Yeah, like for all this, might as well just stay in PG. Yeah, I didn't know that two years later they were gonna build the education metropolis, and that's just gonna be out with Rogan. I told my mom about the school getting built, told her the final, finally done. We were both just because that's not the one we technically grew up with. But, and then my last is I did at uh, James Hubert Blake. Which in my I can't, like, I told my mom, maybe I could have went to Blake before, only because I like to act there a little more. Say that one more time for me, I did not hear you. Okay, so I was saying I, like, I told my mom this years back when I graduated, back in 2012. I would, I could have did all four years at only because I like to feel there. Because when I went to, it was, it was cool. Blake felt more like home to me, only because of the neighborhood I grew up in in PG. Mm. So it middle, felt more like home. Yeah, because in Highsville, it was it was really diverse. Yeah, it was taken over by the. It was a lot of Spanish, a lot of Jamaicans. I love the Jamaicans. And who became And the food, too. I'm, they're, they're oh, yeah. Food. And that's the food you got around the way. You're, you're, you're doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it was also like, you know, Caucasian. It was just really diverse. And moving to Montgomery County, I felt it, like neighborhood I'm in right now, I felt the same way. So Blade kind of felt like, that in a way, if that 
sense because Payne Ranch, Payne Ranch felt a little. I ain't gonna lie, it was a, it was a lot of hood. So the, the the quote unquote Castle Boulevard folk and things of that nature. So me coming from P Payne, uh, PG, but not necessarily that type of dude. It just like I said, basketball was my first one. Well, soccer. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, um, I was at soccer practice, basketball practice, or I was in the house. Don't talk. <laughs> like it was, that's just how my Saturdays were, and that's just how I grew up. I just grew up very, I guess, having a very diverse group of friends. Let me that. There and we I go. I still am that way to this day. I was just about to say that. Like, even today, you got, like, the diverse group. We'll never see you just, like, the gang of niggas behind you like you're a rapper or some shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> One day, I'll be on that wave. I'll be on that wave, and we all go to D.C. Next wave, I'll be in UMD partying with white folks, and I'm out there. So you never know what you're going to get with you. It's just like my playlist, like I tell Brandon. You don't know what you're going to get. It can go from Chief Keith to Katy Perry and one song. You never know what you're going to get. And I, this, this, is how I, this is how I was raised. Like, I just, my mom had a big, like, from her, from Diana Ross to Elvis Presley and one song. <laughs> it's just, it's just, <laughs> I never knew I needed this, but now I need the Chief Keef and Katy Perry song. I need that in my life. Hey, I need man. that in my life. Like off some Dark Horse remix type shit, and then Chief Keef just come out, bang, and then it just goes from there. <laughs> that's so before, before we get off Blake, I need your best Blake story from those two years. Best Blake the one where when you're telling your kids, this is how high school is like. Here's the story for my yada, 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 yada. I was a go, to, well, to those that don't know, I was a go-go promoter. Uh, I was more freelance. I wasn't with a band at the time. No, I was. I was with XI. And we were having, I don't know if I got that far. I did. It was a show at the Phelps Center, which is connected to Oral Boys and Girls. And this guy <clears throat> I know from TOV who's hosting the show. Shout out Armani, by the way. That's his And uh, he said, could you promote this show? Cool. And I was like, cool. So he sent me, like, a bag of flyers like this, this much. And so the next day, I just got out. And everyone was like, why are you handing out GoGo? I, that's, I promote GoGo. But it was like, oh. And so everyone just got hype about it. And so after that day, they went to a lot of people from Montgomery County. Now that everyone that went to that show. And mm -hmm. like the next day, they was like, the next show. So when that, so I just like the go-go puck for Montgomery County. And, and it the last two years fun. Kind of annoying because now, I, all right, was it, they just, every day was the next show. When, was next show. Like, was, it's not like a promoter's dream, though. Like, it is. But then not I was only like, do you, not only no. do you dominate, not only are you dominating the real estate in Moco, but you're also every day people are coming up to you like, "Yo, I know you get, 
I know yeah, you got that. I know you got that flyer for me, dog. I know you got yeah. that flyer. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. It was just like when it got to my senior year, I was just trying to do my thing and then get out. Ah, okay. Senior year, I don't remember that many shows. It wasn't that many shows. It was just uh. I think it was just that one that I told you about, the one I up center. And then it was like, you know, any show. It wasn't as big as the Help Center show. Because I had people from France coming through. They came through, of course. Uh, what's the other school? Springbrook. Springbrook's always the redheaded stepchild in these conversations. That, that is also awesome. I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, like it's always paint branch Blake and then if maybe Springbrook creeps through if you got one dude from White Oak in the conversation too, but Oh, and I remember vividly those white white oak in that party heavy. And then the get then then the go go bands was, was you know, shouting one. They shouted out them, Castle Boulevard. It was just it was just a good time. It was just a good show. It was just a great show. There we go. I do have a couple party promoter questions for you now. Now, now that you brought it up, because I didn't know. I don't. I think I knew that, but that's just like a fact that slipped my mind. So one thing party promoters have to do is they have to balance promo and pestering, which as somebody who is trying to develop a content company right now, I find myself currently balancing promo and pestering. So in your pe- in the past, what would you say is the difference between the two? Promoting promoting is like the easy part for me because what I do is hand out flyers. Also, you gotta do it on social media as well. Back then, the only social media that was out was Twitter. So mm-hmm. you see everything, but you just put your profile picture as a show, uh, fly, and then Twitter, you just gotta spam. Tweets, uh, and we. How would you define pestering? Uh, the spamming tweets, maybe. Yeah. Because, okay. so, <laughs> so because right now, the right now, I'll do like I'll leave myself with the example. I'll do like the general, hey, the podcast is out. Post. Then I'll do the clips from YouTube, and then I struggle with what step three, <laughs> like after that. <laughs> The promoting of the show, like your show and your YouTube channel, I don't find that pestering because just if you're a YouTuber, that's what you do. If you're a streamer, that's what you do. For example, like Tim Batman, he'll put up a clip on his Instagram probably, I think, twice a day, maybe. You know, in his, in his uh, streams, he'll be like, the title will be, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube or be sure to follow the Twitch or whatever. And I just see that as just promoting. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the tweets, even though they were annoying hell to do and to see. Because <laughs> if you were re- let me put it, if you were really big back then, like my like uh my guy uh Tay from XIV, you you had you were posting a hundred tweets about the same show every day. That show, and he was really good. Like he, he now has a like an online newspaper type of dude, like blog. Let me blog. He has a blog, and uh, and he's really good at what he does. Like he's really he's really good at what he does. My guy, uh, 
Gooley wasn't a promoter. Not a go-go promoter. He was a regular club promoter. And his good. And now he has a clothing company. And he does the same thing. He promotes this. It's just promoting his brand. If you don't get your brand out there, how are people going to know about it? Very true. Very true. All right. So uh, to anyone listening to this, if you start seeing me post up and down your timeline, <laughs> y'all just keep seeing this beautiful face. Y'all have nobody to blame but my man, Keith. <laughs> I mean, look, because for real, for real, if you do it, y'all, and stay on YouTube, and then he started getting paid for this, he going to start charging y'all for these interviews. Nah, man, you wouldn't need to get on. It's a hundred an hour flat. It's the rate. <laughs> yeah. You're talking money, I don't talk. But <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> your business, getting your stuff out. That's what you just got. You just got to do and deal with people saying, "Oh, that's annoying. You stop doing that. Oh, it's taking timeline." Yeah, I get that, but trying to get myself out there. And then the other thing that killed me was we had to DM like people about the show. You don't even have to know them. You just DM them. And that one was, was kind of weird. See, that, see, that's the shit I'd be talking about. <laughs> if I, I could, like, I don't know. I just can't get myself to do that. Like, I know I, at some point I'm going to reach, like, a stagnant place of growth. Like, right now it's, we're growing pretty well. I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty of the numbers. But, like, at some point I am going to stagnate and need to do shit like that. And I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I think that I think that way of promoting is kind of dead, in my opinion, because everyone now just put it on their story on like Instagram, which is probably the easiest way. Okay, probably is, probably is. But we'll explore, listen off mic. We're gonna do a lot more of these conversations because you are also in the content creating space. You mentioned it earlier. You do. You are a streamer. Are you YouTube and Twitch, or do you exclusively stream on Twitch? I exclusively stream on Twitch, but I post videos on YouTube. I tried to YouTube uh, YouTube streaming. It was okay, but you couldn't play music on it. And now you can't play music Which on Twitch. Which is a Twitch. huge negative. Yeah, you also can't play music on Twitch now. So basically, you can't... If you don't... You got to play, like, really, really vocal art. Basically, people that's not signed. There is, however, copyright-free music on Twitch. I mean, not on Twitch, on YouTube in some of my videos. Uh, like which, the lo-fi hip-hop beat and, like, lo-fi hip-hop that. Rap EDM beats that are pretty free. I tried the hip-hop beats, but I keep getting striked on. Not striked, but, uh, yeah, I think it's the right word. Yeah, strike those. So I don't know about that. I might just go back to using what I've been using. So, uh... But yeah, and then I like Twitch better because it's more because it's how I fix it. Twitch, you can stream for a shit ton of hours, and then you also have commands where you can do like for me, I do exclamation mark YouTube, and it has a basic description and then the link to my YouTube that you can click on, mm. or hat or hat point gamer tag. If you say that, or so I'm a gamer tag. If you want to add me, or the social media, same way. Exclamation point! IG, point, Twitter. It'll show my. Uh, it'll show my uh, username. So you can go follow me there. Uh, it's just Twitch. Just seems like a bad. You can do it on YouTube, but tw- I'm more comfortable on Twitch. There we go. There we go. So I skip that a little bit because I do want to know how you went from 
Keith the Gamer to Steezus the Streamer. Like, where did it become, oh, I can start streaming these video games, I'm funny as I play. Where does that come from? It came from, it was just one day I was just bored. We were playing Fortnite, and we were just streaming it randomly, randomly streaming it. Oh, we got, okay. So, I'm about to go mobile with it. Uh, so okay. It came from, really, I don't know if you know Miguel. I don't know if you met Miguel. I think we went to Paint Branch together. For talking yeah, about he told me together. y'all went to PB together. I, so yeah, I, I know him by seeing him. Good guy, good people. So, it came from that. And we were just playing Fortnite together, and he was like, look, why don't you stream? All right, I'm coming. I was like, you know what? That was a good idea. Might as well do it. So I tried it out for you on YouTube. We did Fortnite Fridays. And then Apex came out. And so I started doing Apex Mondays, which I need to get back to, which I am going to get back to tonight. But uh, by the time this is out, you'll be back to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Ow. Just headbutted the wall. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that was an extreme close-up on your beard. <laughs> so... No, it's, it's good. And so, it came from that, and then after that, I just started streaming games that I like to play. So, like, this week, it'll be Call of Duty, Apex Mondays, oh, sorry. Apex Mondays, also, The Last of Us Part Two, which is one of my favorite games I've ever touched. See, if I didn't just get rid of my PS4, I would have copped Last of Us Four. Yeah, I like. All right, everyone that's gonna see this, I don't know how many whether be a million. Yeah, it's gonna be a million people. You're gonna see this. But there we go. <laughs> I Speak that to the from Brand because Brandon recommended me The Last of Us. The first Last of Us is fire. Like. Is fire. No lie, one of the greatest games of the decade. Oh, easily, easily one. So easily. From that, I recommend everyone to try that out before they play part two. Before you play part two, that's where people get antsy to try to skip the steps. No, you have to play part one. <laughs> play part. You the will only not game regret. you can really do that with is like shooters. Because like Call of Duty, you can get away with skipping one. Because I've skipped one because it was ass. <laughs> I feel like most people, I feel like you can skip as many Call of Duties as you want and then come back at some point and the skill level won't be. What, ain't that, the learning curve will never be steep. No, it won't. Because it, it could be a boost on the ground one and then you would, it's easy to figure out boost on the ground. Jetpack is basically double tapping A or X or whatever your jump button is if you play PC. But Besides that, I recommend that game. What's the other one that I played? The Walking Dead Telltale series. If you can find those in your local, I don't know if GameStop is open or not. Because the one I the one I worked at closed down. Like closed down? <laughs> like they're just like, nah, we're not the doing The sign this. is gone from the from like above it. It's gone. Oh. Which is, yeah, which is crazy because that was a prestige store, which I don't want to get into that. But if you can find a Telltale Walking Dead at your local GameStop, that's still open. Best Buy, Target, whatever. Amazon, whatever. Amazon will probably be your best bet right now. Probably so. Play that. It's a, 
it's an indie company, but it's a great game. There we go. Uh, so I, I do got to ask you, you just brought up games again. What makes a game streaming friendly? Is it purely popularity or is it just like the type of game you if you want to go popularity, then you playing like Fortnite, Call of Duty, Apex, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, Counter Strike, Global Offense. I'll even throw in Overwatch because all of those games right there either have competitive side, which if you watch competitive gaming, you're gonna watch a competitive stream. You got the casual side where you can watch that, you know, enjoy your time while you're there. And most nine and half the people watching those are casual players. Or you're like me, where you play whatever you feel like at the time and try to just, because I want to be a variety streamer. That's that's my goal, is to be a variety streamer, variety gamer. Uh, but some to make a game stream friendly, like one game I think you can't stream, and I don't know how, like the story moves, probably GTA. If we being safe, like yeah, because I'm like, I'm sure at some point they're gonna get tired of watching you fuck shit up if you're playing GTA. Yeah, like you can do GTA Online, you just can't show certain parts of it. Like you can do, like the, like the like how you set up the missions and everything and stuff like that. But as far as going to the strip club and that, no, you can't. Yeah, like. And that's what most people play GTA for, so it doesn't really like. I don't know many people who play GTA for the story. Like that's the last. I uh, mean, GTA Five story was beautiful. It was GTA four was a phenomenal too. story, but a lot of people don't know it's a phenomenal story because they ain't play that shit. And that's why I think people don't try to like. A lot of people don't know about the Last of Us. It's a great story, just no multiplayer. Or the multiplayer is lackluster, let me say. I actually funny enough that leads into one of my next questions. Do you think that the multiplayer that the non-multiplayer games are struggling a little bit because of like the online aspect, the cross-platform play, the streamability things? Do you feel like that's kind of a dying medium or that always exists? Yes and no, because it can go either way. If it has a good story, great graphic, you're fine. And it pushes out content. But if it doesn't do any of those things, you just get one story, and that's it. And then a fucking photo gallery. Then, yeah. But multiplayer games will always be, like, the main game. It's the of, you know for a fact the multiplayer games, one, is going to be fun. Two, you're going to get content probably every other month. Cause boy, Call of Duty be spitting them shits out. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> it just Call depends of, on. I don't know. I don't trust many games that put out one game, a new game every year. Because that's some, that's kind of back to the, what we were talking about before about the learning curve. Like Madden, Two K, Call of Duty, all them joints. You can skip one or two and hop right back I, in on that third one. And you really can, especially with Two K, because there ain't nothing but plus the square. <laughs> Bro, shoot the ball. <laughs> I, this last 2K had me fed up. Uh, did we lose him? I think we lost him. <laughs> Do you hear me now? Barely. Okay. Uh, so, when I said we were going mobile, we going mobile with this. 
But um, even Mobile, I, I didn't see you hit them steps at least ten times. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but like you were saying with 2K, it's like I hit almost like 99 overall and just stop playing. Because 2K to me isn't fun anymore. I'm right there with you. Oh, we now have an epic view of Keats' room. What looks to be what looks to be clouds on top? You looking up in the clouds? Is that what we doing, Keith? No, no, no. I mean <laughs> I just remember like I got it I got a lot of we're trying to move it out because we got people coming. Ah. Yeah, I just forgot. Understandable, understandable. All right, so we'll wrap this up. I got two well, first of all, tell the people where they can find you. You said what again? Tell the people where they can find you. All the socials, all the streaming platforms, everything. Well, for my socials, I mean, Keithy Steez with two Y, K E I T H Y S T E Z. Uh, same. Well, all the socials are the same. The Twitter, the IG, Twitch is the same thing too. Twitch.tv slash Keithy Steez, and then the YouTube is the same thing as well. Keithy Steez all over. Huh? Keep just keep these thieves all over. Yeah, can I try to make sure it's marketable and easy to find? There we go. Smart man. Smart man. All right, two last questions for you before I let you go. First and foremost, what is your Mount Rushmore video games? We doing top five or top four? Mount Rushmore has four heads. Four. I'm gonna go Last of Us, the first one. Okay. Halo Reach, Call of Duty, Black Ops Two. Okay. Everyone in the Call of Duty community can vouch for that. That's one of the greatest Call of Duties made. Top three. Oh, Maybe not top three. I'm more of a Modern Warfare Two guy myself. Okay, but that's that would be number one. That would be number one, and I agree with that. Uh, last one. Uh, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate, but for the coastal impact it had, I'm going to go with Fortnite. Because, yeah, Fortnite's not the best game, but I'll be damned if there was a game more popular than that in the past decade. There is not one single game that's popular than Fortnite. So this there, day. there can be. Because you can still get famous off of Fortnite till this day. You can still make money in tournaments from Fortnite till this day. Bro, like, as far as the reach, everyone from my friends to my little sister who was nine at the time played Fortnite. Like, everyone in that range, if older gamers play, like, everyone played. Like, for example, Bill Simmons, who's a 50-year-old white dude, he went on Twitch one day, and he was playing Fortnite with his son. If that doesn't tell you the reach that a game has, I don't know what does. So to recap the Mount Rushmore, we had Last of Us, Halo Reach, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, and to end it all, Fortnite. Yep. And as y'all can see, Keith likes to shoot people. <laughs> He's a fan of shooting people in many different forms. So you may want to watch this one. And last one of the day before I let you go, what is the greatest gaming console of all time? Mm. Greatest gaming console of all time. 
It's either the three six Xbox three sixty. I don't want it either. I want a one. Just one. Fuck. Uh, one. One. All right. I'm just all right. I'm dying on a hill. I'm going with Xbox three sixty. Oh my god! It wasn't even the best system of that generation. <laughs> it was, but it was changed. It, it changed a lot, though. Like the like, I'm looking at it like competitive wise, because that's when competitive gaming was really getting started. Call of Duty wise, Call of Duty wise. Okay, I'll, I'll accept it. I'm more of a I'm more of a PlayStation two or four guy myself. As you. I'm usually split between those two. It depends on the day you ask me. But, Keith, you've been more than generous with your time, my brother, especially since we see you on the move. Got a lot to handle. So thank you, thank you. And I'm going to go ahead and sign off for us. Thanks again for coming on. Thank you for listening, uh, if you're listening to this. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here listening to me, and that's good for me and my ego. Appreciate that. Hey, this man deserves more subs. I need y'all sub to him now. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate that. Appreciate that. We're going to blast that last part and post it everywhere. Subscribe, listen, rate, all that fun shit. So, for my man, Keithy Steez, for myself, brother beloved, we say goodbye and thanks for listening.